check out southernscrapnation.com. The website's going through a little bit of, you know, not change, I guess changes. It's just going through a cleaning up, a cleaning up phase. It's already running faster. I mean, this is crazy. Look at this. Look at how quickly these photos load. Look at these photos. Look at how quickly they load. Um, this video loads quickly. Boom. Look at that. Xavier. Looks way better than... I need to update this video. This is old. Old video. Alright. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, folks. Let's talk about USC 288. Where am I? So if I want to clip this. 222 minutes. Okay. Cool. Fair. No, no fluff. Cut through the BS. Let's get to it. 288. What are you talking about? Early prelims. What we got going on? Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Joseph Holmes, fun to watch. Follow him on Instagram. Fun guy. I like his style. He's 8-3 going against Claudio Hibero. 30, 10-3. 80-inch reach advantage. Big. 6-3. Big. Good hands, 27 Joseph Holmes, guy to watch. 11 and 0 and they're putting against they're putting him against Zamagulov. So his Rafael Steven guy must be good. Cuz they're going to put him against Zagalas Zamagulov, which tough wrestler. Obviously he's 8 14 and 8. I mean, okay, not the best record, but Never mind. Maybe I'm not thinking of the right guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm just knowing him for them to now camp fight. Yeah, Amir Abal. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. I take that back. But either, either way. Either way. Let's see. Let's see. Rafael Stevon. No. Oh, we, okay, we're back. Okay. Whew. All right. Rafael Stevan highlights. Let's go. Okay. Good for him. Nice. Power pressure. Cool. Takedown. Ferocious. Um, yeah, I mean... Good pressure. I mean, yeah. Uh, what can I say about it? He's got good pressure. Uh, he's five seven. Okay, he's five seven. That's why he's big. He's big. He bullies. I'm sure he bullies people. As soon as he starts fighting someone that pressures him back, though, that's what I'll. When I see that, when I see how he racks to going backwards and someone like not just getting bullied back um, and allowing him to shoot on his knees and like all these, technically they look like they're correct, but he's fighting people that are kind of, in the highlights that I'm seeing, they've already given up, right? Phil Hawes versus Ikram Askolov, oh, I'm not even going to know. 
Um, this is going to be, this is like gut check for Ikram. As far as he's fighting, he's fighting a vet in Phil Hawes. Oh, is this the guy that fought? Oh, this is the dude that fought Hamzat and gave Hamzat his toughest fight outside of the UFC. Oh, fun. I'm interested, dude. It's this guy. Boom. This guy. He gave Hamzat his hardest fight, and then Hamzat knocked him out. This guy's Dagestani. He's good. I mean, his biggest loss is to Hamzat. So. Nice. Uh, Ikram. Hell yeah, dude. Parker Porter versus Braxton Smith. Uh, Maria Rod Marina Rodriguez making her return against uh, Jan Jaroba. For those that don't know, I'll pull up their pictures. It's a good fight. Um, it's going to be Brazilian-Brazilian action. I like Marina in this fight just because if she can stay away at range and kind of just pick... Uh, Janjiroba off from the outside and never let her like get into that gray area space, allowing her to get her hands together and shoot. Um, using good footwork laterally, which I've seen her do all these things before, so that's why I feel like she's she'll have a better chance in this fight than Janjiroba, who's going to be kind of chasing her. Chaos Williams versus Ronaldo Bedoya. Okay, let's look up this Ronaldo Bedoya guy, because Bedoya, da da da. All right, what's it look like? He's a big guy. Shoot a box. Shoot the box. Boom, boom, shoot the box. All right, yes. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I like this guy. He's big too. Very, very, I mean, this is classic Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira at whatever weight, at middleweight? Boom, boom, welterweight, boom, boom. Damn. Him versus, uh, I mean, I know it's early, but like the idea of him versus Leon Edwards is sick. Ronaldo Bedoya, let's go. Kennedy and Jaquan, I'm just a sucker for people that can make Muay Thai work in MMA. Um, Kennedy and Jaquani versus Devin Clark. Good fight. <clears throat> Depending on Devin, yeah, Devin Clark's. One, one, lost one, 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 lost one, 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 lost one. Alonzo Matt of Hill, too, I'm thinking of. Um, all right, so he's one, one, lost one, one, one. Okay, so uh, according to that kind of record, he's one, one, lost one. So um, Kennedy and Jaquani might win this one. And he's also on a two-fight win streak. Yeah, let's go probably most likely Kennedy and Jaquani. 
Um, and then you have to headline the prelims: Drew Dober versus Matt Steamroller Favola. I like Drew Dober in this fight. Uh, Matt Favola's got. Uh, he's coming off of a win, pretty big win of Azatar, but you know there was. People were saying he wasn't what he the same da 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 da, or Zaytar wasn't coming out normal or whatever. I don't know, but it was a big win for him, and uh, that's that's a, I mean he gave him his first loss. Um. So based off of his last performance, if he's not the favorite, I wouldn't be surprised, but I just can't. Yeah, I mean I can't. Jude Dober's come has got three fight. He's on a three-fight knockout streak. He's figured something out. And he knocked out the last guy to knock out Matt Frivola. So. I know MMA math doesn't work, but. That's all I can. That's all I can think is like. He's found a way to knock people out. Knocked out Terrence McKinney, who knocked out Matt Frivola. Not saying that MMA math works, but after he knocked out Terrence McKinney, he went on to knock out two more people with that are more technical than Terrence McKinney, that are also like higher ranked than Terrence McKinney. Terrence McKinney. And like the Bobby Green fight, like he out techniqued Bobby Green in that in that situation. He he never got discouraged and he did what you're supposed to do against a guy like that and just Kept throwing punches. And I know that Matt Frivola wants to go forward. It's like you're kind of playing into that. But anyway. I digress. Back to the card. Back to the main card. So you have Kron Gracie versus Charles Jordan. Listen, it's about what does Carl or Kron Gracie look like when he comes back. Yada, yada, yada. Dude, Charles Jordan's going to beat the breaks off of Cron Gracie. What a bad matchup. You don't think Charles Jordan can keep Cron Gracie off of him and beat him up for three rounds? Dude, what a bad matchup. Good job, UFC. Way to like really cement that Cron Gracie is not coming back to fight after this. Dude, Charles Jordan is going to break Cron Gracie. Um his last lo- loss was to Cub Swanson. I guess it's because he's got a two-fight losing streak. Sure. But this dude fights like... He's not even lost. I don't think he's... Okay, Julian Arosa submitted him. Mm -mm. No way. No way, yeah. Uh, Charles Jourdain, all all the way. Um, all right. Who's this Diego? Diego Lopez. Okay, so 
Got pretty good ground game. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Jiu-Jitsu? Jiu-Jitsu goes Jiu-Jitsu? Takes his bag, puts him up. Oh, wait. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, okay. What did he do? What did he do? Okay, okay. Here we go, here we go. Guy's going crazy. Guy's tough. Okay, counter. All right. Um, I don't know. Seems good. Technically sound. Uh, I think Mozart Evelov so they runs through this dude. Yeah. If you don't know, Mozart Evelov is like next big thing. Sixteen and zero. Decision Dan Ige. I mean, I guess because he's a decision guy. It's part of the reason, but I mean, he like decisively beats these people. Look at the stats. Stats tell no lie. Four out of 11. And went back at six out of 15. I need to take the... Uh... Listen, I'm not saying we're watching this guy for... That's his biggest fight, right? It's 9 out of 16. I mean, he gets better, too, which... He's just, like, plagued with fight cancellations and everything. Okay, we're not going back to the UFC. Okay. Next, Jessica Andrade versus Yao Shanan. Um... I like Jessica Andrade always, just because she has one-punch knockout power and fights at, like, straw weight, which is fun. Yashanan also hits hard, and it's, like, her whole thing. So unless Jessica Andrade finds a way to find a submission on Yao or Yan, I think Yan can outbox Jessica and keep her at range. And eventually TKO her. If not, I think Jessica chokes her out. That would be my bread. It's either going to be Jessica by submission early on. Or Yan TKO third round possibly. Or decision. Um, if she keeps her length. If not, you know. I mean, six, oh, actually it's not that far a difference. Oh, it's at, oh, that's right. It's back at 115 pounds. Oh, if it's back at 115 pounds and Jessica Andrade makes weight, I think she, yeah, she might knock Yan, Yan out. Never mind. Oh, this is back at straw weight. My bad. Flyweight. Yeah. 115, Jessica's pretty unstoppable. Unless you're Wei Li Zhang. It's all about how Jessica shows up, to be honest, mentally. Like, if she shows up on one she's a problem but like some of the fights that she loses it's more of like she quits or like it's just not her night Ooh, i apologize all right so co-main event which is a five-round fight for those that don't know Bilal muhammad versus gilbert burns essentially the same in rank and record um but I can tell you as far as 
how I see this fight go pretty confidently. When Gilbert's coming off of a of a fight camp already against Howard and Oswald, and then and immediately jumping back into one, a five round or two. I think against a guy who's now changed teams, not completely, but he started training with Khabib. Um, that's like this is his fight camp. I think Malal is going to put the pressure and pace against Gilbert. He may not be patient, but he's going to put on the pressure and pace. And as soon as he puts Gilbert on the back foot, Gilbert's not going to be able to, to like take him down uh, as confidently as he usually does because Gilbert's going to be the one that usually pushes forward. Uh, he's going to stuff those big shots that Gilbert Burns has. It's going to be kind of like that Sean Brady fight. I mean, it's almost going to be identical to the Sean Brady fight unless Gilbert can find a way to get Bilal's respect early on and have him go backwards. And I'm not saying if Gilbert gets him to the ground, he's not going to just submit him. But I think Bilal's grappling isn't... It's not going to just fall apart like that. I feel like he'll defend the takedown and keep the hands apart and not let Gilbert just hold him. Especially if you're working with Khabib's guys, I don't think Gilbert's MMA grappling is on that same level. Obviously, Jiu-Jitsu is great, and I, but I think it's going to take Gilbert hurting... Bilal in order to even get to that point. Um, that being said, yeah, I think Bilal is uh, is probably going to be the one to take it home. Especially, maybe even a TKO, you know, the same way that Usman you know, just kind of stuffed his pressure. And anytime Gilbert came forward, jab, 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 jab when he's on the back foot, jab, jab, jab. And uh, just stuff those takedowns, make them panic, shoot, uh, uppercuts. And then the main event, I don't think it goes to five five rounds. I think Bilal stops Gilbert. Um, and then in the main event, you have Aljermaine Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Um, this fight is, in my opinion, um, two, two paths this fight can go. You either have Aljermaine on Henry Cejudo's back immediately in this fight. And I mean, like, does not get him off and he submits him quick. Like, he gets on him, he crawls along his back, backpack, uh, whatever he says, and his thing is whatever. I think he either gets on his back, backpacks him for the whole first round, and then finds a way to submit him within that first round while they're still dry. Possibly second round, I would highly just think first round when the going gets good, you know, uh, and when they're when it's like fast, he just starts fast and goes. But more likely than not, what's going to happen is Henry Cejudo is going to defend that kind of that kind of transition, that kind of exchange where Aljo tries to take us back. Henry's going to defend, and then from then on, Henry's going to adapt. And if there's one thing we know, Henry Cejudo finds a way to win. I can give you all the technical breakdowns of how he would deal with a taller, longer fighter. It's not about that. It's about this man knows how to win. Point blank, period. If you give him time, he's going to win. And this is obviously, and that's why five rounds for him is actually a benefit. Is um, It's not that he like downloads data for the first round. It's more he goes out with a game plan. And if the game plan he has isn't what isn't what he thought it was 
or isn't working the way he thought it was going to work, then he just he just finds a different way to get to where he needs to get to. Marlon Marais versus him is the best example. Marlon goes out there and they and Henry's in his karate stance and he's trying his striking to get in close, the kicking and all that. But Marlon's just faster. He's been at the game in Muay Thai a little bit longer. So he's beating Henry to every position striking. And he's kind of just piecing him up in that first round. By the second round, third round, Henry's just closing distance with the right hand and making it a fight. There's no, it's not like a technically perfect fight or anything like that, but he found a way to win, found a way to get to where he wants to put, where he wanted to put Marlon on his back. And then he just did not let him up and he broke him. Algermain's got a type of game plan. And it's like, I don't know what Henry's game plan for Algermain is, but he's going to try out whatever the game plan is. And if it doesn't work, he's going to find a way to execute it. This is all to set up him to go and fight for the featherweight championship, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I think I think either Algermain submits him right off the bat quick, doesn't even let him get a chance to adapt or anything like that, and just proves how dominant of a grappler Algermain is. Or Henry Cejudo being an Olympic wrestler, an Olympic you know, gold medalist, he finds a way. 36-33, you know. That's that's the way I look at it. So those are my, that's my breakdown. That's my prediction. I think Henry finds a way. I think you have, and once again, uh, you have Bilal Muhammad, Jessica Andrade, Mozart Evalov, and Charles Jordan. Those are my breakdown predictions. What I see as possibilities thank you for joining me today uh hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week once again hit the subscribe button uh tap the notification bell sunscrapnation.com come train with me if you're in charlotte uh it's a fun time always on that stay safe peace